Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash make your bed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low key, real talk, daily motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to help you incorporate healthy routines, build momentum, and better your life. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I was just recently introduced to the concept of a salon, and I'm obsessed. And I know what you're thinking, Julie, how could you make it this long without a hairdresser? No, I'm not talking about that kind of salon. Although I would appreciate going to that salon more often, too. This type of salon, in its more historical context, pertains to a gathering or a type of party hosted and held by somebody inspiring. And according to Wikipedia, during the gathering, they amuse one another and increase their knowledge through conversation. These gatherings often consciously followed Horace's definition of the aims of poetry, either to please or educate. And salons, in the tradition of the French literary and philosophical movements, Italians invented the salon in the 16th century, and it flourished in France throughout the 17th and 18th. And if you're like me, sometimes it helps to be reminded that this was pre-internet. So salons were a super important place for the exchange of ideas. And as such, the salon has been studied in depth by a mixture of feminist, Marxist, cultural, social, and intellectual historians. And each of these methodologies focuses on different aspects of the salon. 
and thus there are varying analyses of its importance in terms of French history. Much of its history, and women's role within it, is debated to this day, and that includes what was and was not quote-unquote polite to talk about in a salon. It was expected that the host or the salonier was supposed to ideally run and moderate the conversation somewhat. In Dina Goodman's The Republic of Letters, this debate was ignited because Goodman quotes in the book, The saloniers were not social climbers, but intelligent, self-educated, and educating women who adopted and implemented the values of the Enlightenment and used them to reshape the salon to their own social, intellectual, and educational needs. So here's what I got from this. During the Enlightenment, which was a philosophical and intellectual movement that centered the value of human happiness and the pursuit of knowledge obtained by reasoning and the evidence of the senses over the church, right? This is the separation of church and state in which we finally prioritized knowledge and reason over blind faith to often terrible people who manipulated that faith for bad. But again, as it's pre-internet, pre-post office and pre-texting, ideas had to travel somehow. And travel they did through meetings at things like salons and coffee houses and, of course, things like scientific academies and printed books. But because these ideas undermined the authority of the monarchy and the Catholic Church, it makes sense that things like the salon would thrive. And of course, since we know women were often mistreated at that time, because women had powerful influence over the salon by being the regulator, selecting the guests, deciding the subjects of the meetings, whether it be social or political or educational or revolutionary. Women having the power to mediate and direct discussion served as a critical and important informal education for women. By being able to exchange ideas, give and receive criticism, read their own work, and hear the works and ideas of other intellectual human beings, they quite literally, if they so chose, became a form of higher education. Which, another reminder, wasn't an option. And I'm going to reference Wikipedia one more time, just to bring it on home, for the reason I'm sharing this in the first place. And that is with modern-day salons. Because the modern-day version of the traditional salon, often with a literary focus or a focus in the arts or sciences, these are held throughout the world in private homes and public venues. In fact, Sally Quinn and her husband Ben Bradley, whoever the heck they are, apparently hosted influential salons in Washington, D.C. from the 70s until the 2000s. And while I personally could care less about the status symbol of getting invited to a hoity-toity salon, I want to highly encourage those of you who are interested to host your own. Because apparently in 2014, in response to the isolation of digital life, in-person events and salons grew in popularity again. And of course, 2021 revived it again. What Susan McTavish Best, who was part of the movement, launched a How to Host a Salon website at thesalonhost.com. I'll, of course, link that site in the show notes. And if you tune into tomorrow's episode, I'll also be sharing a few examples from that website that I really appreciated on how to host your own salon. Because at first I was like, oh, you mean a party? But no, there's some structure. Anyway. I love y'all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.